Good evening. It's Monday, which means it's time for Enterprise at eight. That's right. This is Live Long and Podcast Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch series. We are now in the final season of this underrated season. I don't know. Did I just have a stroke? <laughs> it, well, it was an inflection of some sort. Yeah, there was like bing, 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 bing. anyway. Season. Season. <laughs> I'm now a French uh, French restaurateur. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's been about 20 years. 20 years? <sighs> it's so it. much better. It's so much better with the... Oh! <laughs> yeah. Are you distracted me, me with your French restaurateur and your whole... Hey, you gotta shit. be ready. That's what All you right. are. You're the I was ready, anyway. and then you threw me off. Anyway, it's been about 20 years since tonight's episode. <laughs> 20 years? Yes, trip 20 years. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> Tedalus first aired, but we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8. I'm Jody Simpson. Along with me is my co-host, the man who has traveled everywhere. He's seen everything, and he's currently in, I believe, Calgary. Is it Calgary? Where are you? I'm in Calgary. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's great drapes. Yeah, there are. Calgary is known for its drapes. I love it. You know what? It's, it's drape season <laughs> over Calgary, Calgary and, that's, and that's where it is. Anyway. And you can see uh, the airport on here. Okay. Well, there's definitely some lag going on. He's getting a little today. bit of lag there, but anyway, that's fine. He's in laggery. Uh, and of course, joining Adam and I is the Live Long and Podcast awesome producer and the man who can never get an audio cue on time. Dave Mater. No, it's just the lag. It's the Calgary lag. Oh, uh, the, oh we're blaming it on Calgary. Okay. Well, yeah. You know what? There's a lot of things that have happened in Calgary, and that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I can say, Jody, is I, you know, uh, you got the, you got to get back to hosting tonight. Now go do your job. Okay, I'll go do my job. All right. <laughs> now anyway. go do your job. And of course, running out the panel tonight. Who could forget the man, the myth, the legend? The man himself, Kevin Millard. Yeah, yeah, everything you've heard, it's all true. And more. Not only and that, he's also the man that says, I don't give a shit about my air conditioner. It's staying on. I don't care if you guys have to hear it. We, we canceled it. We, we, we turned on the... Uh, I, I nope. admire that. Anyway. We have two atoms. Uh-oh. We have two atoms now. Oh, there's another atom. Oh. This, uh, this atom's wandering. Okay, there he is. Okay. Hello, Adam. Are you back with us? I'm back. I, you know, one thing about hotels, the you know, Wi-Fi isn't always sucks. great. So, yeah, yeah, the internet always sucks. Uh, anyway, well, we appreciate you joining us anyway on your travels. Uh, as I said, tonight's episode is Daedalus. This is the 85th episode of the series. We're getting there, boys. We're almost at the end. Halfway through the season, right now, roughly. We're now exactly halfway through, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. only 20 episodes in this. Oh, never mind. We're not halfway yet. We're almost halfway. <laughs> we're, well, we're approaching halfway. We're, we're, we're approaching the halfway point. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this episode is about the inventor of Earth's transporter system comes aboard the Enterprise for an experiment. So, initial thoughts, guys. What did we think? This is a big nothing. I, I don't know what Davin is talking about. A nothing burger? <laughs> boring. He preemptively jumped into the chat today to say, I will, are you guys going to trash this episode? And we're like, we haven't even seen it yet. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'll am i come in to defend it if necessary. Uh, I'm not really sure what there is to defend. Uh, but he did throw into our chat just before we started. He, he gives it an eight and a half. Uh, builds out the world well. He likes the transporter and starship rivalry in this episode. I don't really understand what that means. Uh, because... 
the, the transporters don't win this rivalry. Uh, I can tell you the starships will be prevalent throughout the rest of Star Trek after but the was 27th. Was there a trip. rivalry? Apparently. There, that's... They, they, he was, he said that there was, it's like a one throw off sentence. It's not with, even with his dad, his dad. And, and what's this guy's yeah, name? Yeah. The, the, the character, Dr. Emery Erickson, right? Erickson. So he, him and his dad were, were pals and they developed, they developed a transporter, I guess, in the warp drive in the same place. Um, yeah as you do and so and they, they're supposed to be like family and i don't even buy that these characters had ever met each other before like right it just it's bad the, the it's... only the only person that i actually out of the three like out of the daughter uh the daughter the the doctor and uh obviously archer i think archer is the only one that gave us a half decent performance which is sad just sad because like the girl is emotionless for most of the most of the episode and Emery is just like, meh. Oh, I have to save my son. You know? save my son, who is some sort of weird particle thing that stretches people or something. Like, and we, I feel like we've seen these episodes a lot. Like the oh, rogue yeah. scientists. The, oh, yeah. The, the scientists with morals. The alternate, right? alternate idea that has to take uh, take the Enterprise. Or actually, it was the Enterprise yeah. in Next Gen as well. So it's, it's one of those things. But, yeah, I... I, I it's a mediocre episode at best, in my opinion. Um, but you know, I'm sure Devin will eventually show up and tell us why he's were wrong. But, uh, but I don't know. I just, I, you know what? It's 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 not the worst Star Trek, but it's not no it's not great. Like, I would say, yeah, this is very mid for me. I feel like this is, um, you know, right in the middle there. I would never want to come back to this. Like, again. I don't need to watch this episode again. Yeah, yeah. I've seen and the it. funny thing is, I remember watching this episode. Well, I at least remember the episode in parts anyway. And I remember like when I first turned it on, I'm like, I, I saw him show up on the transporter pad. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't remember the episode, but it might be all right. So, but we'll see what happens. Adam? I, <clears throat> no, I, I didn't really like it. But I did like, I, I like that the, uh, I like early transporter technology. It's always interesting to me. I, I, you know, I, I remember watching motion picture and when, you know, they're trying to get that guy to materialize on the, on the, or it was, oh, it was, it was a scene. It was like scary, you know, to see what happened. And, you know, it wasn't working well in the beginning. Right. One of the most yeah. horrifying screams in Star Trek ever. Yeah. yeah. It's a bone chilling scream. Yeah. yeah. In motion picture. Yeah. yeah, in motion yeah. Picture, it's uh, like a Vulcan screaming too, which is the, right. Yeah, it's just it's 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 mind piercing. It's it's uh oh yeah. Je Jeff Mater, the immortal Jeff Mater. He has what said something. Him? Look at it in comments. Enterprise doesn't exist. <laughs> we just agree. Does now. Does now. It's canon, Jeff. It's canon. Yeah, it's canon. Kev Kevin Kevin acknowledges its existence, so therefore it exists. Even in this nothing burger episode, which helped to build out the canon, I think, maybe. I don't know. Oh. This is the guy who invented the transporter, but other species had already invented the transporter too. So it's almost like he just discovered it for humanity. But, you know, I don't know. And and Archer starts off the show in the very first episode. They say his he wouldn't even let his dog go into this thing. So it doesn't seem like he has this strong connection to the people who developed the transporter. Well, apparently he does. Well, he yeah, does like he, he played he played with. Uh... Uh, he, he, he played with uh, the girl uh, when they were It's little. like all these, like, you know, they're all kids, you know, growing up with their very smart dads. 
And and now, you know, here they are as adults, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's also a B story in this with Trip and T'Pol to talk about, too, a little bit. but Which was very disappointing in that story, too. There like, was a B story? When did this just, happen? They progressed. It was a few scenes. Um, oh, here, okay. we got the screenshots. You want to have a look? Well, we might as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, kind of what we do on this show, you know. It starts off that they're so ex- like Trip is so excited. This Emery, Doctor Emery is coming. Uh, it's very exciting. It's his hero because he, you know, because Archer got to meet Zephyr Cochran once. So this is almost as exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're told, and then you know, uh, he beams over, um, and it's there's a, a big reveal here now i like this actor who plays emery um, yes yeah yeah i like him i like yeah you got high hopes because of this guy because he's pretty good bill cobbs yeah he's uh really good in you know everything he's always in he's um, that he's always the 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 old guy uh in, in a lot of the stuff that he's in which i think is pretty cool was he in demolition man is that yeah he was yes. yeah. yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah, he Lamb. yeah that's old yes. zachary lamb yeah, you know. I can't believe you just made a Demolition Man reference. One of my oh, love, favorite '90s action movies. I love Demolition Man. <laughs> Me all too. right, yeah, three seashells, all of it. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so, we don't talk about that though, dude. So as teasers go, yeah, the, the Emery and his daughter beam in. They talk, and they're like, ha, 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 "I'm here to do some tests, and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna put you out of a job or something because warp drive won't even matter anymore." And then it's like, yeah, "It's been a long road." You know, and then we get the credits, right? So, Kevin liked this more than the episode. This part. Right oh, here. let's not get crazy, all right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then there's okay. Don't worry, gonna... the last episode of this series, uh, Kevin, we're gonna all we're all gonna sing to you. Oh, that'll be, be amazing. Yeah, we'll do it like the B sharps. All right. Um, <laughs> Promise. And, all right. You have to, it's a quartet though, Kevin. That's the funny part. So. Um, you have to you get to participate. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Trip goes to see to Paul, who's reading the Kishara uh, while they're in the mess hall. She, he sits down and says, you know, how are you dealing with the death of your mother and trying to uh, console her? But she doesn't need any help. She doesn't feel anything. He can uh, kindly, uh, you know, go about his day. And she's just she's fine. Um, so we'll come back to that. Before, then we, we cut over to the Dayless. Dataless, what however it's said. Um, with uh, there's a, the dinner Dataless. here with yeah, there's some wine being served at this dinner. Uh, this is an old family get together as uh, you know Bill Cobbs um, and his uh, daughter played by Leslie Silva uh, talk about you know soon they'll be able to travel light years without um, uh, the use of uh, any kind of ships that you'll know, be able to go from one one star system to the next, which I guess was all BS. He was never going to invent this, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. This is all was, a ploy to get. Yeah, this is all just a ploy for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Right. So most of this is a waste of our time, uh, unless it's. Did you feel like there's some good character development here, guys? Like in the scene here with Bill, good old Bill Cobbs. Uh, uh. He's a lot. It, it was, really it was a lot. Like, well, yeah, and it's just the, the whole performance felt flat to me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he was better than her, but yeah, it's mostly that. Oh, she's infinitely more terrible than Cobb. I, I think you have to set this up in an episode before this whole like, and, and actually, or no. at least this should have been like a referenced in a different episode. Like maybe they were having dinner and they were talking about how like 
Cobb, you know, he, he grew up with his uh, son and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. At least in that way, there'd be more of a link. Old it, Uncle Emery, you know, and he yeah, was old bitch. Uncle Emery, you know, yeah. he used to kick me around and try to get me into his transporter. And I always said no or something like that. Like, it, you know, anything like that would have been good. Right. Well, this story comes from Ken Lazipnik and Michael Bryant, who I don't remember seeing their names too many times before this. Uh, Ken Lazipnik has written, um, what episode did he, he wrote Borderland this, in this season. And Alan Brennett, I don't think I've ever seen that name come <laughs> up before. <laughs> Somebody in the chat wanted to know how long before the episodes mirror darkly <laughs> so long is it that long seven, seven episodes seven episodes guys i just counted not till episode 17 yeah anyway so there's this whole dinner sequence and they have a cheers to the end of warp drive and then they okay so the place they're going is called the barons and we'll find out this is a place that has no star systems no stars so it looks like the void i love how dead it is i i, I mm -hmm. do like that even though it was probably a cost-cutting thing more than anything but... it, it gives us some interesting uh transition shots uh, of, of the does. ship um we get well, clean shots of enterprise as well like there's nothing to we'll be told it. in the episode in dialogue that this is a, a region with the subspace anomalies are uh strong here or something and therefore uh that's why his son got beamed into this part of space or something through the subspace like natural subspace node or something like something that. like that like, yeah yeah uh, first reference of it in star trek that i'm aware of so uh which pretty uh, much spoils like that that right there spoils the entire episode because at this point you're like oh now we know what the entity is going to be when it shows up well we don't even know there is an entity yet like that hasn't even been oh, shown no, in but the it's episode. Yeah. but you feel like they would almost tease that in the teaser but they don't do that the teasers well, it would have been great if the they just... boring. remember that teaser <laughs> yeah. you remember that teaser in next gen where they were having that thing and then like uh, well maybe it wasn't a teaser maybe it was part of the episode but it was still cool where the you know, Picard's walking down the hallway and then all of a sudden he sees this woman and she's like half in the hallway. Like she's like in, like she's been like absorbed into the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like something like that would have been cool. You know, you, you know, Archer comes around the walkway and all of a sudden like somebody's arm is melting. You know, <laughs> like that would right. cool. like have more of a horror aspect, a scary exactly. movie feel to this episode, which it, it could have. Like they could, like there's oh, the one easily. guy who gets killed, but but it's 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 and it's his face is like, but it's basically time. an accident, you know. And then into Paul later on with her hand, she'll get exposed to the Delta rays as well. Um, but yeah, they don't mention anything about the hand after that, eh? It's what just, about okay. what about the rapport between Trip and uh, Doctor um, Emery? Do we do we like that? Did you guys like these scenes where they were playing it off each other? It felt so stupid and forced. Yeah, and it just Gavin, I don't think I think we are going to be tearing this down tonight. Sorry, man. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't you know. know how Devin thinks this is an eight and a half. He's, he's hey, that's you know, different strokes. Um, it is that's true. So Archer was showing around. Um, what is her character's name? I forget now. Uh, oh, her Danica. Uh, Danica. Danica. Yeah. So da so Danica. He's showing around Danica. You know who apparently would have made a great Starfleet officer. We're told, uh, but she's always been with her dad because her brother got is you know presumed dead and uh therefore she has to stay and take care of him uh you know because he's in a wheelchair and whatever um and he's showing her around and then in some we had a private scene here between emory and his daughter danica where she gives him this injection and we see on his back that it's got all these like these ripples and we think he might be some kind of a monster but it turns out it's not even that interesting um so <laughs> 
it turns out to be just oh he's been he's, a, he's just been exposed to delta rays and he's you know yeah. uh trying to get his and now his spine looks like a tootsie roll but you know that you know he's up to something because this room is dark because the room has the lights are low so you know that these two are up to something that's like what they they're going for here this face from the lighting you you know he's up to something yeah this guy is not about bad vibes here People don't people don't dim their lights like this. It's you true. Know, it's it's true. Yeah. I never dim my lights. Definitely hiding. Something. Unless when I'm things. plotting. This is what revenge. Romulans do. You know, yeah. it's it's all right. Wait, when I'm plotting revenge or you know up to something I shouldn't be doing, that's when my face looks like that, Dave. Right. Yeah. Uh, Adam, welcome back. Maybe there he is. Maybe Adam, we're just getting to the scene where. Reed's uh, ensign got uh, killed by, you know, Quinn, I guess his name was, right? The son? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the lights go out, and then there's a scary... This is maybe the only scene I kind of liked, or if that was any like, interesting at all, because it was kind of like, what's happening? What's going on? You know? And this ensign is looking around with the phaser rifle. I can't find anything. Reed's like, go over there. You know? Uh, and then we see... This little like shimmering kind of energy thing that just comes behind him, and then it seems to get this poor ensign, security ensign, uh, who will be killed um, here in this scene. Been, his face melted off, basically. Look, not Dave, fun. Dave, do I look yeah. more evil now? You do. Yeah. Well, you look. Yes. You, you, you're plotting something. You have a secret. You're not telling us now. <laughs> you know, like there's something right. happening. So, like. Uh, I think that actually Malcolm right now being in this dark room, he's might be up to something. He knows something. He knows that this guy's dead. Uh, but soon everyone will know. Oh, and then okay, uh, they they go to talk to uh, Doctor Emmer was in this episode. He doesn't even speak that much, but uh, yes, he's in it. Um, but he, they go to talk to Emery, and he says, "I don't. I think you know what would have to do with anything we're doing in our our experiments." So uh, he sort of passes. It's it amazing off. how many times coincidence happens, and like Archer is first on the boat with coincidence. He's like, that's not a coincidence, and it's like, but then this guy is like, oh yeah, this has nothing to do with what I'm doing here, you know. And then he's like, oh okay, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like at that at that point before, like when you think this episode's going to pick up, it's going to all right. We're about to nope. start. We've got the big bad. We got all right. Nope. Nothing then nothing. Then this scene here more in the dark, you know, the lights are low, and and the daughter's like saying, We have to tell them like somebody's died now. So like there's a man who's dead. And, she, and he's like, You can't we can't do it. You'll condemn your brother to death. But I think that the dialogue's even more vague. We don't even know that we're talking about the son yet. We don't know what's happening because it doesn't mm -hmm. they're not that explicit in how they, they break it down for us. Uh, and then there's a further experiment here um, on the transporter and, uh, you know, uh, Trip and Dr. Emery, they do this, this, this test, which is beaming this probe, I guess, um, a long distance. I can't remember how many, it was like light years, I think, that they beamed it. It was kind of a big test. But then, yeah, like, it like, yeah, it was like uh, 12,000 kilometers or something like that. Right. So it worked out. Nothing's been transported that far before. And then, uh, so, so Trip's like, let's go get something in the mess hall. And everybody's like, no, leave me here with the computer. Leave me here with the transporter and you need to go. And I got, I got this all under control. I'll install the whatever. And he's like, no, I don't like that. I, I, I like being involved in my own systems. He's like, listen to me. I'm 
Mr. Big Shot. You got you. I have full control yeah. of your ship. Trip, trip Get, all the way along knows something's up. Yeah, because he doesn't have a personal connection to this guy, other than he reveres him as an engineer. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. So then Trip goes to see Captain Archer in his quarters, and they're also dim guys. And so I'm wondering what the secrets they're <laughs> oh, having. Oh, Archer's, Archer's up to something too. Yeah, this must be Mirror Archer. What's all those post-it notes that Archer's got going on, like in his his uh, room here? Yeah, those so, are his schemes. Po- <laughs> po- polished polo ball. Your pl- your plots are barely sclee. Where's that? I, polished uh, ball. Uh, Throw annoyed. ball against wall. Don't make me scoff. Your plans are barely even schemes. That's exactly. the Romulans. <laughs> on the most schemes. recent lower decks. Your plots are barely even schemes. Uh, anyway, so 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 Trip warns uh, Archer about this that he thinks there's something up with Emery, uh, that this death is suspicious, and then um, there's more anomalous activity just detected. Uh, T'Pol calls Archer, and then they go searching for this thing, which of course it finds T'Pol and Archer in this uh, court. In like this looks like the chamber to go to Decon almost or something. Um, uh, anyway, probably the same set. Probably the same set. Anyway, so it, it goes through the door here, but it manages to catch to Paul on the hand, as we mentioned. Uh, and I love how she was like kept scanning it herself, and uh, and, yeah. and and um, flocks had to like get her out of the way. That was like a nice touch. In that the, in that the... was about one of the only scenes in this episode that I thought was actually good. Yeah, yeah. he's like, nice... stop it, just put it down <laughs> for thirty seconds. Yeah, I like I like that. Just that's a little nuanced thing that it made it. It, it it's better yeah. um uh, and so they're looking at the footage and we see it's like this i don't know like wobbly ghost thing um until like enhance enhance it a little more trip you know and we yeah, see they did here, the old csi thing where they're like enhance enhance and it's him it's quinn uh from all those years ago uh they how the hell to- are they looking at gooey boy here thinking that that's quinn well archer knew him so he can tell you can tell by the fact that, like, he barely has a face. I don't know. That's, that's what we're led to believe. Yes. All right. Um, and then Archer confronts Emery about this. It's you know, uh, and he he admits that they're trying to save him, and that he only needs to do one more test. Eventually, throughout this conversation, he says, like, you know, are we going to condemn him to death and leave him out here? And so eventually, Archer comes to the conclusion that he wants he'll help but he's under duress he doesn't he's not happy about this situation but feels like they're out here they ought as well try because he has a connection to this to quinn makes sense so, um eh, some more talk more talk okay okay i like it. and i love this shot here where this ends with uh it's really dark he must be up to something yeah, but like archer has his, his face in his hands and he's um, got the old uh old batman face palm thing going on yeah, I can't believe he's doing this. Uh, he goes to he talks to uh, Trip and to Paul in the ready room, and they're like, "We can't be helping him. He's a guy's dead because of, he's lying to us." And yeah. uh, you know, and basically, you know, Archer explains that we're doing this. We're going to do this, and you have your orders. Get the hell, go do your job. Well, this isn't the time he says it, but basically, that's he says. Now go do your job. Now go do your job. Go do your job. Stop questioning my orders all the time. I'm I'm sick of this shit. I'm I'm Captain Archer. I'm famous. Wasn't he just in a good mood like last week? Yeah, well, yeah. well, when your lifelong buddy there decides he's gonna lie to you, then you know things he's, go bad. He, he has to explain that his 
his uh, crewman died to the family. But he's like, well, like my old relative guy showed up, wanted to save his son from like a transporter accident. And then. So you remember when we were doing the original series and I always said like Kirk was so unemotional about losing his, his own team. Yeah. It was almost like that in this one too. Cause I mean, and the, the guy died horribly. Right. Well, and he's not the first one they've lost. They lost a lot more people in the Zindi uh, crisis, but uh, you know, he, 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 it's a very meaningless death, right? For this guy. So it's so. Yeah, they, uh, they mention it a lot. Like it's in the dialogue a lot, but you don't buy that any of them care. No, you don't. That's right. You don't like even his sister, his sister should be like super like into the idea of getting him back. But like, she's even like, now nah, we shouldn't be doing this. I feel oh, a I'm talking about the crewman. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about uh, what's her name. Yeah, I think Trip is like he he tries to uh, express his disapproval towards Emery um, and his actions and having got that guy killed. Um, then there's this scene here with um, uh, what's her? Danica goes to see Archer. And, Award-winning and, performance from Porthos. Oh yeah, she she's like, oh, he has so much energy in life. And the, the dog is literally and the like, dog's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah. You know, best actor. He's a beagle. And, and Archie goes, and he has an appetite to match. I'm like, the sad, the sad thing is though, <laughs> he actually did act better than some of the other players in this episode. Like, I would he's believe a dog. It. I would believe it more if it was just a stuffed dog at this point. Like, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, he's a to- just. Well, and you can see he's not even looking at her, right? Like he's looking at obviously the the person who is the uh, the breeder or whatever, right? Yeah, and well, he's like he's waiting for his cue to drop, right? Yeah, so it's just like whatever. Well, yeah, it's it's just like the dog wasn't cooperating that day. Whatever. What do you want from us, guys? We yeah. had to wrap the episode, so um, they're like, "That's yeah. the best take we got. We're doing that one." This conversation here between Danica and Archer in his quarters. About getting the brother back and him, I don't know, whatever. It, it doesn't matter, but it happened. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what? That perfectly sums up this episode. It doesn't matter. Maybe here's something that does matter. Okay. Uh, DePaul and Trip have another conversation in engineering uh, in between those scenes uh, where he's like, hey, I'm planning another movie night. Remember those? And, you know, do you want to watch, a, I think, a horror or a science fiction movie or something like that? And she's like, I won't have time. I'm reading Kashara. I'm like, I'm, uh, you know, he's like, there's more to life than your stupid Vulcan Bible. And maybe you can come watch movie night sometime. And she's but, not happy. But realistically, she's been through a lot recently. So kind of makes sense that she's kind of like refining her faith or at least, you know, trying and to she's, figure out she's her faith. nearly divorced. Don't forget too. nearly divorced. She's lost her mother. Yeah. Uh, you know, all her entire, things. um, her entire value system has been reevaluated now. Right. With Kishara. I'd rather have a whole episode dedicated to this part. Absolutely. Uh, I would have too. And that that's where I don't think they gave this the attention that it needed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This right. is just, I, I barely remember it. Part. And I love this whole like Vulcans having an enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I fucking love that. Why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah, say this guy son who we've never heard of before never will again, right? It's just yeah. kind of, I don't yeah. know. 
doesn't feel like that. I, I, I agree. Like I'm more invested in the trip into Paul's story. So when these scenes come up, I'm like, okay, well this happened. Um, you know? And so, uh, and so anyway, she's not coming to movie night. That's where that ends. And then back here in the shuttle bay, um, this is where they're going to run the next test, I guess, with Emery to try to save him. And he ends up coming out of the wall and nearly just think you know exploding the entire console and archer has to push him out of the way just in time well and trip is like he wasn't that far away from the torpedoes like could have blown up the entire ship yeah, yeah. and so this is the next scene where where archer just you know trips like we can't we, this needs to stop you're putting everything uh too too close here Trenton, you're putting your personal feelings before the safety of the shit you are this close to insubordination insubordination i made a decision it's the right decision and the discussion is over can you accept that now go do your job. I don't know sure. if it's the right decision. Uh, I don't know about that. This Box. close to insubordination. If he's saying that, he's already crossed that line. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think if anybody, it's Archer. But had Trip yeah. cl- crossed the line? Absolutely not. No. 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 <laughs> I've seen way worse. Uh, from Chicote, he's not even close to the line. He like Chicote alone <laughs> has done way worse than this. Yeah, I've seen way worse from yeah. Chicote like... basically told Janeway on many occasions how completely incompetent she he's was. He's like, "You're like... wrong, Catherine. It's wrong." <laughs> yeah, like he's like, "You're bloody incompetent." Basically, uh, he never used those words, but no, he know. didn't use a competent. But he would say she it. was completely morally wrong yeah, morally to, wrong yeah in this yeah. situation or that but i digress yeah but that, so and uh well and trip's not his first officer but um you know they it was it was a lot so uh, archer's under a lot of stress here maybe even more stressed than he was during the zindi crisis for some reason because he's this is his his long lost best friend uh who's who he thought was dead but he maybe he's not and maybe he can save him and he's working you know he goes to see the uh to emory here for another scene which doesn't matter and then um over to the next the final this is the final attempt to try to, to try to bring quinn back uh in the transporter uh which is at first it seems to be going okay they think that there's going it to reminded be... me of relics relics yeah yeah, yeah. Or... that was a but... way better episode <laughs> yeah it was oh. Like we know it's possible to stay in a transporter beam for a long time, but not like this. It seems like not, you know, uh, Flox, Flox just takes a little reading while he can kind of scan him while he's materializing. And, uh, in that process, like, it's not good. (laughs) It is not good guys. Like, yeah, no, like I thought if anything, like he, when he does like, um, finally materialize and die i'm like that should have happened faster or it should have been more like extreme or the effect should have been i wanted to see it where he like he was all completely like goo he should have melted like the other guy like he should have melted like the 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 delta rays or something but yeah he doesn't uh because it's supposed to be a heartfelt moment i guess but anyway it's not going great and flux is like if he materializes he's dead uh you know and so and emory doesn't want to accept it he's like no we have to keep trying but eventually you know archer and the rest they kind of talk him down and convince him that they have to let go um, and, and stuff. So he finally just lets him materialize, uh, even though he knows it will kill him. Kill, you know, better, he says later, better to leave him not living or somewhere between life and death. Well, he's got a he's got a body to bury now. Oh, however, if you had left him there, who knows? In a few thousand years, they could potentially save him. Uh, but you know, you know okay, this whole scene, yeah. What a shocking lack of emotion from everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even the dying guy, almost no emotion. Like, right. Like this is supposed to be her brother, and Archer's old best friend. They should like be sad even a little bit. Right. Maybe have a funeral for him. No. No, just even know. just sad in the moment. They're the, just not. the acting quality in this episode is very similar to that movie, The Room. Right. Ever yeah. Lisa, uh, you're tearing me apart. I'm familiar. Oh, come on, they look sad. No, they don't. They're looking down. They they're don't looking look down. sad. Yeah. <laughs> they're it's looking at what's happening. More, Archer, Archer has a little bit of a remorse look on his face, I guess, but like she just... almost looks happy. Relieved? Yeah, just, I don't know. I don't. The, that is supposed to be the like big emotional moment, and nobody told the actors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, we've said a lot of good points here. Uh, there's the final scene here between Emery and Archer where, you know, Emery's like, I, I'm going to, I'm probably going to be prosecuted uh, based on getting that guy killed. You, based on, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm I'll teach. Yeah, maybe I'll become a teacher. Teach, yeah, that's teach kids right. in jail, I guess, or something. Maybe, yeah. You know, I don't know. Okay, I don't... One thing we've learned is that in the future, crime does pay. It does. Right. It does a lot. You know. yeah. Julian Bashir's dad was going to work on all his drawings and stuff, right? In jail, he was like, "This would be great." You know, maybe jail's not so bad in the in the Star Trek times. Uh, there's another scene here too in Sick Bay. After all this, you know, uh, yeah, where uh, you know. Uh, Flocks really confirms to to Paul that she's completely uh, clean now of her Benar syndrome that it's been cured based on the mind melt that Tapau gave her in the three parter um, that we just came out of and you know how relieved uh, you know he's like yeah you had an incurable disease and now you don't isn't that great uh, yeah but again this this shows this scene again shows how much we we could have done with this episode yeah like, it could have been right. a Paul focused episode it really could have been. Right. I don't think they needed like I feel like they thought they needed like this this mystery and this excitement, these action beats, I guess, with this other storyline, but it was Yeah, but you know what? A... I mean, if if DePaul was the A story in this this episode, the other one could have I think we, we would all like the episode a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then finally, uh this is near the end, I think uh Tapal goes to see Trip in engineering and she says that she's not doing okay, that she's working through some issues. Uh which she also kind of had explained to um Flox in Sickbait in the scene earlier that she was he's like, Well, you're reevaluating your all your core beliefs. Whoever does that before you know, in their lifetime, you know, it's it's a of course you're gonna be questioning things and dealing with a lot. So she kind of admits that and uh, you know trips like i know i know you're you're you know you, you and so uh it seems like she's opening up to him I a bit more trip is the hero of this episode he puts up with all of archer's shit he puts up with all of uh the doctor's shit and, and then on top uh, of that he gets shit on by her after like it's like and the oh. beginning of the episode she goes hey are you okay she's like yeah leave me alone right, yeah. So. Yeah, but i think he knows that you know she just needs a little bit of time and she'll be back Oh yeah, he's good. He's taking it in stride. Like when she walks away, he's like, "Well, my engines still need me." Yeah. <laughs> right? He's got like, that. He's all right. Yeah, I guess he's doing all right. Um, and yeah, there's a little smile here as she walks away. That's the most uh, emotion in the episode. That little smile. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, and this this is the ship that comes to pick up Emery and Danica is called the um, Sarajevo. We're told. I'm not sure if this yeah. is supposed to be a Starfleet ship or not, but uh, uh, I don't know. Can't quite tell. 
uh, it's called the Sar- they say the Sarajevo's here, and so they beam out, and um, there's yeah. You, sorry, Dave. Can I just go back a bit? The um, what's Dan- what's her name? Danica. Danica. She, you know, he talked. Archer talked about, you know, he, he she belongs out here, and that would have been more interesting if she actually stayed and let him go and face the music. Right. You know, or she's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to Starfleet Academy when I get home or something. I don't know. It could have been uh, something. According to memory, Alpha, the United Earth Sarajevo type transport. That's what it is. United Earth. So it's just a civilian ship. It's a civilian ship, yeah. Okay. Well, it uh, says the operator is Starfleet, but it's United Earth that owns it. Okay. Uh, so it is a Starfleet ship. Okay. Um, appears to be a Starfleet ship, yeah. All right. And uh, okay. And so, yeah, they, I don't know. There's a little handshake between Emery and Trip. I don't know. And they. Leave and then this goodbye. I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be romantic or if they were trying to set this as a potential romantic thing in the future. I thought he was going I for. I think so. I thought he was with Captain Hernandez now. You know, like, and I was, I was confused. But yeah, woman in every port, Dave. Woman in every port. That's that's why he likes being out out here in the stars. Uh, anyway, they leave and they walk down the hall towards movie night. I think. Um, and I can't really remember what the what the final beat uh, of the episode is, but. That's the story. So, That's the screenshots. So this has been, you know, when we don't like an episode, it, it's like less than 40 minutes that we talk. Yeah, we're at 38 <laughs> right now. And that includes my long drawn out intro and calling out Dave and a whole bunch. Yes. Of yeah. Oh, yeah we were kind of meandering at the beginning. Guys, too. I had the ability to create a graphic for this while we were talking. That's how bored I was. So uh, I'm trying to see in honor of Kevin, I've added a new overlay, which is now called Uh-oh. the Nothing Burger. <laughs> That's right, it's the Nothing Burger. Uh, Sam, or, uh, you know, Dave, sorry, Jody, you should have one piece of lettuce because that, that's all I had. It was a, you know, <laughs> this episode was just a lettuce. There's nothing there. It's well, we got We might have to use it again when uh, when Kevin says it's another Nothing Burger. Uh, Adam, did you know there's a town in Alberta called Vulcan? I've been. I know, I know, I know. But Sam was asking, and yes, you've been there. You've uh, we. It's actually a, a thing on our Facebook yeah. page. Um, yeah, I think it is on the Facebook page actually. So I, I do have a couple facts on this. If you guys want to stretch this out just a little longer. Oh sure, why not? But first, they want to know when you're coming right. to Newfoundland. When are you when when are you playing in Newfoundland? When are you playing? Oh Sam. <laughs> yeah. When are you the playing fans, Newfoundland? The fans want to know. Well, Sam, I got to tell you, I'm not coming until probably next year when it's warmer again. We're going into the bad season there. All right, right. Okay. You can get stuck in Newfoundland. Yeah, you can get stuck there. So, and then you're new. Yeah. You know. Anyway, let's get can into you the guys fun hear me now or no? Yeah, we yep. hear you. Oh yeah, we hear you. We hear you. All right, all right. So the title refer, which is Daedalus, refers to a great Greek artisan who angered the gods and escaped with using his son. Uh, with his son using uh, wings made of feathers and wax. His son Icarus flew towards the sun, his, one, his wings melted, and he fell from the sky and was killed. I thought it was, uh, this, this episode was represents the first time that the inventor of the transporter had been officially established, seen, or mentioned. So, Dave, you, you mentioned canon. This is when it started. All right. Um, a bit of an irony. Whoops! A bit of an irony here. Uh, many of the objections to the original transporter, as described by Eric Erickson. Remember when he at the beginning of the episode he was talking about all the objections he felt or had. Um, yes. Oh yes. During one of the initial conversations, came true throughout Star Trek lore. So psychosis. We've had copies. We've had. We. It's it's all true. 
The transport is dangerous. Because we've seen most of those were even in next gen. Like it was like Sekretis was one of them. Thomas Riker. Thomas Riker, obviously. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, like you could get two Vixed, like we just saw in Lord X. Yep. Um, long range transportation appears to be achievable, as in the de Delta, as a Delta Quadrant species, uh, Sicarians have a similar technology as, as established in Prime Factors in 1995. Dominion transporter technology has been shown to be capable of transporting a person over distances up to two or three light years, as seen in the Covenant. In Star Trek, transport beaming enables a person to be transported among the planets or a star system, such as the Tida to the Narada, uh, which was orbiting the Earth at the time. Uh, there was also long-range tra alien transports in Assignment Earth and the Gamesters of Triskelion. Remember that one? The Iconian oh. gateways, too. Yep. Oh, right. Yep. Um, this episode has a resemblance to Jatrell. Jatrell, meaning... Uh, um, where my my boar just deceives the enterprise, uh, sorry, the crew of the U.S. Voyager into using their transporter to in his attempt to re revive uh, Talaxians who dissolved from the um, oh my god Metrian Cascade he that he created. So I, I need to go back and look at that episode. Um, in this episode, Erickson says after developing the transporter, he had no place to go but down. In the original uh, series episode, The Ultimate Com Computer, McCoy says of Daystrom, oh, yeah. where do you go uh, from up? So, I mean, so basically these giants of technology, you know, have no place to go once they've done their, their initial invention, right? Right. Yeah. Um, this episode also resembles The Ultimate Computer, like Dr. Emeroy and, and visiting Dr. Daystrom conducts experimental search on board, the, on board a ship. Uh, also called the Enterprise, and comments that if his research is successful, they'd have no need for such ships in the future. Dr. Dayson also notes that after his early success, his life has consisted of endless attempts uh, to re recapture his former glory. And uh, the making of the episode follows the release of the non-canon Wildstrom comic graphic novel, Forgiveness, which also involved an inventor of the, uh, the transport, uh, transporter uh, as well. So um, there's one interesting goof that I liked. Just give me a second here. It wasn't Tuvix, was it? No. Doesn't anyone see that this is wrong? I had to play that, I'm sorry. <laughs> it came in handy the other night when we did the uh, the Tuvix episode in Lord X. So, Emery Erickson uses an old-fashioned manually operated wheelchair, yet the design of the Enterprise doors whose openings aren't flushed with the floor makes the entire ship wheelchair inaccessible. So how does Erickson move from compartment to compartment with his wheelchair? Wheelchair can't go through the doors. But his daughter, she has to like pull it over each, each groove. I never even thought of that. Yeah. That's a good point. That happens in D space nine. Yeah. Where the yeah, Laura has to, she's like, who built a space station with like a segment between every like section so that no yeah. wheelchairs can go. Well, on an earlier ship, it makes sense because you want to be able to like seal seal bulkheads. You think you have like like a, a Professor X like you know like a hover wheelchair by that point, but apparently not. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah. Remember the episode where Admiral Jameson, I think his name was, came on board, and he was very old, and then he he started regenerating. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. He had a pretty cool wheelchair, if I remember. Yeah, but like, yeah, you think like that's how, sometimes in like the future, one of these things that we can't uh, seem to even Pike's BP chair floats, right? Because you know, I don't know, but it was uh, yeah, there was there was some inconsistencies that it's not a handicap accessible ship, the Annex One. Nope, I guess it wasn't. It wasn't important, and you know, when this was made, as important as it is today, for sure. No, is that your final? That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Adam. Uh, for that, let's go into our ratings um, and decide what this is worth to us, guys. Uh, Jody? Not eight and a half. Eight and a half. Gavin <laughs> has started off strong here. This is going to be one of the best episodes of the season, perhaps, if we can all put our ratings in. Uh, uh, is that well, what Gavin said? Gavin, yeah. yeah. This is completely sincere. Wild, eh? Yeah. This is like freaking minefield again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give this a, well, I'm just trying to look at other episodes and trying to compare here. What did you uh, give Minefield? You know what? Home was, yeah. What did I give Minefield? I think I gave it a three. Minefield's back in season two. You get, you give it a two. It a two. Wow. Uh, I liked it. Okay. Not as uh, bad. As, well, Minefield I, is pretty bad. I gave it a seven, but you guys, yeah. So I'm not even going, I, I like Minefield way better than this episode. So me uh, too. And that's a sad thing. <laughs> So it's got to be one for you, or at least one and a half, right, Jody? Like, if you like it less. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, come back to me. Let me think about it. Adam? Well, I'm, I'm giving this a five. I, you know, I it, it was okay, but I didn't, I wouldn't, I don't want to watch it again. I can tell you that. Yeah, me either. Uh, and because it's, it's I, I wouldn't want to watch this again. It's a 4.9. It's not even, it's not even mid. It's, just, it's, you know, it's one it's one it's one dash down kevin four this episode sucks four from kevin and jody um uh, you know what i'm gonna give it a three and a half, three and, a half. and uh, can we go up to can we go up back up to minefield for a second sure can you change mine what did i give minefield uh you gave minefield a zero adam I really hated it. <laughs> I, did too. I also gave it a zero. So what and did Devin I give, what did I give this episode? Three. I just gave this one a three and a half, right? A three and a half, yeah. Okay, so minefield is three point six. Three point six. Yeah. All right. It, 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 it was all Malcolm, and I, I, I just it bothered the crap out of me. That guy who who's supposed to be Starfleet security, and he's whining on that ship. I was. Like, he likes to whine. As soon as there was a P in the spacesuit joke, zero. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, the av- so Davin is really bringing out this average for tonight uh, with his eight and a half. Uh, we're, so we're sitting at a 5.2. But if it was just the four of us, um, we'd be averaging much less here. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, a 4.4. So uh, season four, I don't think, is going to beat out season three at this point. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's a get- lot of pretty good episodes coming they're gonna we're gonna have to have like 10 10 10 10 like we're gonna have to have some great episodes and we know the finale is a complete stinker so um you know there's it's gonna be a fight i don't know that yet i might love it you might love it i'm telling you i hate it wants to know if it's assignment earth and miri bad those are both great episodes i don't know what you are talking about miri's miri's Okay. Okay. Assignment Earth is like not even a Star Trek episode. It's oh, like here we go. It's a it whole. Other... <laughs> I completely agree with Dave. It is not a Star Trek episode. It was a 
Star Trek long, an episode length episode, which was just a promo for another show. That's right. all it actually was. But, I really yeah. liked it. I, I, I love the character Gary Seven. I like the yeah. idea of the cat. You I, I thought it was great. Go, you and Ted can go have a drink and talk about it. Well, like I, I get that some people like it. It's just like I'm glad it didn't become a thing. So that's all I'm saying. Um and Mary just, is just so questionably Mary's, bad. Mary's just kind of creepy in retrospect because Kirk is Mary. Too- what? What did I give Miri? Can we bring that back up, Dave? <laughs> Miri, sure. Uh, I, oh, well, I got... that, that was the whole. I remember Wait. this because Kirk was a little creepy towards like this fifteen-year-old oh, girl. Really creepy, Miri. Uh, you okay, Jody? Where are you? Uh, you gave it a four and a half. All right. So it turns out I like Miri more than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> What did I give a Simon? Because it was interesting. You know, we remember we were you during. I know the... I got. I know I got yelled at by Ted during a Simon Earth. A Simon Earth, you I gave a two and a half. Yes, and it deserves every little bit of that two and a half. It is a yeah. terrible. Oh episode. no, it's so great. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, it, Dave gave it a two. You did it worse than me. I, oh, I know like he it. doesn't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. Uh, not everyone likes it, you know, but I oh, give it a nine. Uh, Adam gave it an eight. So, and Jeff gave it a four and a half. That was the episode Listen, where I was coming an idiot. Yeah. 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 That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and why? You know, he's like, I think you're an idiot. Uh, well, anyway. So Go back. You can, there's a short clip of it somewhere. <laughs> Devin, our, on... Glory to Minefield. Glory to Minefield. Okay. Back to Enterprise. Um, uh, but currently, guys, yeah, we're uh, this episode also has a very pretty low rating on IMDb, so we're not alone and not liking this episode. Uh, it is a 6.2 in IMDb, uh, which is low for you know most of the uh ratings you see. Like, nothing, so, Dave. I'm willing to bet you want to know what the next episode is, yes, sir. What is All it? All right, it is Observer Effect, a pair of non physical organians that's actually what it is. Organians study the response of an enterprise crew to the infection of hoshi and tucker by a fatal silicon-based virus brought on board during an away mission i remember this episode it's organians Organians. from the errand of mercy you got it okay uh so they're bad okay i have not seen this episode before uh oh well then you're you're in for a treat it's not uh, a bad episode. I can I can tell you absolutely wholeheartedly you'll like this episode better than this. Uh, you'll like the next episode better than this one. And that's sure not hard. I hope so. <laughs> Does it have any uh, guest stars or is it just... Uh... Uh, this one is... I don't think there is any guest stars in this one. It's no, it, it's Hoshi and Trip. It's Hoshi main characters and Trip being one. basically sick. I guess this was technically a bottle episode too, wasn't it? Uh, I think... Well, this one probably is a bottle episode. Yeah, the next one probably also a bottle. Episode. Do they end up in the uh, in the chamber where they're putting the goo on each other? No, I don't. I don't there. remember. Oh, oh, you mean I don't the next think one? They do that anymore. Didn't we already mark the last time they do the the, the goo? Oh, I think there was. A fun oh fact yeah, yeah, you're about, right. Yeah, where it's like this is the last time they goo up each but other. But you know what? The IMDb rating on next week's episode is seven point eight. It's pretty high. Pretty high. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. So I think we're gonna like it better, guys. So you know they kind of do winners. There's so much more to like in this world, Dave. You're so right, Jody. Um, well, even on this very channel, Live Long and Podcast, which on just this one. That's right, this one. Oh, wow, it just went over 400 subscribers. 400. We're now we're at 400 and something six. That's like 395 more subscribers than I thought we would have. 
Yeah, well, the, yeah, we used to only have five. You're right, and, and it was all us. of us. It was us. <laughs> but now there's like four. There's hundreds of people. Maybe we're, soon we're to moving be. On up. We're moving on up to the east side for a little um, uh, piece of pie, as they say. Okay, but live long and podcast. Just check us out. We have all kinds of great shows. Uh, right now, we're we're currently uh, covering Lower Decks season four. Uh, Davin and I were on with Derek Tyler Attico and Murphy on Thursday to cover the first two episodes of season four. Uh, we'll be back on this Thursday, uh, the third episode of season four. I'm not sure um, what it's called yet, but uh, we'll be we'll be talking about that. Also, Davin uh, just did debate nine uh, with uh, we had Jeff Aiken over here from the Starfleet Academy podcast. And um, um, who else was on that show? Oh, yeah, Puxley was on there. And then uh, there was the also the trivias we had done recently as well. There's some trivia challenges. There's a Champions Edition coming, I'm sold. I might have to face Merrick. It doesn't matter. He'll be defeated. You, sir, so, are a champion. I am. I'm the champion of champions when it comes to Star Trek trivia. I, I Based on Merrick's previous results, I'm not, I'm not concerned. Merrick. I know we haven't met, so I, I feel like it's bad that it, I'm trash talking. But I, I, I got it. Yeah. David says we're a bunch of grumps. What a bunch of grumps. grubs! David always is grumpy about stuff that we're high oh, on. Fuck like, on the head. <laughs> like grubs. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he was so high. There wasn't even a there wasn't even a single Klingon. I love that he said that. Yeah. I I love Miri. Yeah, Miri's did, a great episode. Wrote, Thanks, Davin. You made my day. He wrote. He wrote. No, he wrote Grumps. He does not like Miri. Davin barely likes the original series at all. He certainly doesn't like Miri. So um, that's my prediction, at least. I haven't actually asked him. Um, okay, but we're part of a United Federation of Podcasts, this channel is, uh, which is, you know, Davin and I and Murphy and Andre and many others and Jamil. We have a whole bunch of different channels and shows, uh, like Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, where we cover shows like uh, Survivor. Uh, Survivor 45 guys starting on September 27th watch out we'll be talking about that 90 minute episodes now they're not even an hour they're they're an hour and a half before 45 40 freaking 5 40, season 45 I was just watching season 30 earlier with yeah Jane. but they have like 5 seasons a year like two it, seasons it, a year I can't um, even keep up <laughs> well it's, it's not that hard they only do 13 episodes a season so there's only like 26 episodes a year so it's not you know it's not too bad um so but big brother uh season 25 we're in the middle of covering as well uh we're into week six guys we're almost near the jury phase uh only like another 60 days to go in the big brother 25 house are you guys excited no yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the very Marvel nope. Society, where you can check out our MCU reviews over there. Uh, speaking Is the MCU of, still a thing? It's still a thing for now. Okay. Uh, and then the X-rated uh, X-Men: The Anime Review Show with uh, Davin and Andre on Tuesdays. They're only got five episodes left in the original run of that cartoon, and then they're gonna be moving on uh, whenever the new X-Men '97. I think X-Men they're going to cover the movies, and then they're going to go to the the new series. Okay, yeah, they got some new things coming up. Uh, Andre Mayette uh, has his Graphic Histories podcast where he interviews people from all forms of entertainment, comic book, the con scenes, uh, audio only. Check that out uh, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And hold up a movie podcast with Devin and Andre. Uh, I'm going to be on the season two premiere, guys. Watch out for that. Uh, I think we're talking space movies. Space movies. We're doing Outland with like Sean Connery and like uh, Apollo 13. Oh. And then oh, some Bra- some Brad Pitt movie where he's in space. Oh, uh, Ad Astra. Oh, yeah, that's Mars it. Bucket. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, Ad Astra. Um, so we're doing that one. So check that out. That'll be coming out in October. Eamon on track. Uh, looking to do more music reviews. I told Eamon to contact Davin today. We're looking to do another episode over there. And, uh, and Trivial Debates as well. Uh, well I don't have a, the, the, the generic card, but this was our uh, our office episode. That was the last recently. one. Yep. Yeah, but um, James Elkins is not that guy in the middle. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> But that's all right. But that's uh, also an office joke. So yeah. But yeah, I, I just clipped out that one uh, the the ten minutes where you guys had the TV round. That video is doing pretty well on the channel. You just check that out. TV uh, round. What was the, the one you just the best episode of The Office? Oh well, in I'm that right. particular in that episode, I was right yeah. in that episode. And the Hellbound podcast back from a hiatus. People, uh, they're talking horror. They're talking scary movies. Uh, you need to you need to check it out. And then uh, all of the great content from the United Federation of Podcasts. Thanks so much. I, I don't want to draw attention to it, but uh, I think Adam might be scheming. Oh, it's scheming? Like scheming. <laughs> uh, yeah. some the room scheming is very now. dark now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know a scheme from a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, we lose him? Oh. <laughs> uh, Our sinister plans will have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Our sinister plans. Uh, well, welcome back, Adam, with your sinister plans. Um, He's definitely scheming. You yeah. want to know? <laughs> yeah, I'm scheming. Right. How dare you? Of course, I crave your demise, but not like silence. Silence. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone. And on on that note, we'll we'll, we'll I'll play out uh, live long and podcast, and we will not be dealing with this insubordination. And you are this close to insubordination. I've made a decision. It's the right decision. And the discussion is over. Can you accept that? Now go do your job. See you next time. Do your job. <laughs>